Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Tuesday, October 12, 2021, and Lucas Raymond is a Detroit Red Wing. Scotty Bentley, Nolan Bianchi here hanging out with you today. What's going on, everybody? We've got a great episode on tap for you. We are talking about the Red Wings roster, finally trimmed down to 23. We're going to talk about uh, what some of these guys can look like in the system next year. Maybe ask a couple questions about how the roster was constructed out of training camp. Uh, and then at the end of the show, um, and we have a, a, a show announcement, a programming announcement uh, that if you're a listener of this show, and if you're not a listener of this show, you're not going to want to miss because uh, it will change the landscape of things just a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, we'll get to that later. Um, what's going on, Scotty Bentley? How's it going on this fine, fine Monday as we record? It's, it's going, man. It's going. This uh this time of year is pretty busy. We got we got the start of hockey, the uh, postseason baseball, start of basketball, regular season football. It's a uh, it's a busy busy time of year for for those of us in this industry. So uh, it's it's fun though, having a blast. Now uh, the Red Wings roster came out today. News kind of trickled out as the day went on, uh, but we find out kind of early in the morning that Taro Hirose, Riley Barber uh, are going to. Grand Rapids. Actually, I think we found that out yesterday. And then the Red Wings put out another tweet saying that Joe Valeno was also going down to Grand Rapids. Uh, so we kind of figured out that way. Uh, and then later we find out that Bobby Ryan ends up getting released from his PTO. People had some feelings about both of those moves, including or, or both of them, meaning uh, Valeno and Ryan. We'll get to those in a second. But Scott, Nolstradama strikes again. I said it back in June. I said, Lucas Earlier, is making this damn hockey team. I think it might have been May. And here we are. If you want to give me that credit, I won't stop you. <laughs> um, yeah, man. No, it was it was a hell of a call. Credit where credit's due. It was a hell of a call. Um, it it uh it took me probably two preseason games to to get on there, and you've been doing it since uh like the first round of the playoffs. So so uh definitely credit where credit's due. But he's here. He's here, man. And it's so exciting. It's so unbelievably exciting. Him and Cider, obviously, that one wasn't really uh, a question at all. I think pretty much everybody was was uh, fully expecting him to make the team out of camp. But just seeing both of those guys' names beyond the final roster is is something special, man. The 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 rebuild days and the teardown days are over and we're on the buildup days now. And it's like official because of, because of two people, like, like as weird as that sounds, like those two people being on the opening night roster is, is proof of that. This is, this is no longer a, a teardown. It's a buildup. And that's really exciting. So I saw a, t- a tweet from the account. Oh, Nyquist, the Red Wings first round draft picks from 2017, 18, 19, and 20 will all be on the 21, 22 opening night roster. Uh, that's pretty sweet. So let's, let's go through it all. Uh, forwards. We got Phillips, Adina, Robbie Fabry, Mitchell Stevens, Lucas Raymond, Pew Suter, 
Michael Rasmussen, Carter Rowney, Giovanni Smith, Tyler Bertuzzi, Dylan Larkin, Adam Ernie, Sam Gagne, and Vlad Nemesnikov. On defense, we got Nick Letty, Philip Aronik, Mark Stahl, Gustav Lindstrom, Moritz Seider, Danny DeKaiser, Troy Stetcher, and Jordan Osterle. In net, we got Thomas Grice and Alex Nedeljkovic. Uh, another move today that was made, Jacob Arana got put on injured reserve. Uh, let's see, Kyle Criscuolo, uh and Seth Barton were uh, also thrown on injured reserve. So, or uh, And I don't think it was the same injured list. I think it was a non-roster yeah. uh, injured list. So uh, out of that, Carter Rowney, I think, is the one that's upsetting people because Joe Valeno ends up not making the roster. Um, Joe Valeno realistically could have made this roster as a winger. He could have made it as a center. Are you upset by him not being uh, on the roster? He had a terrific preseason, had a game winner against Pittsburgh in the, in the final home preseason game, uh, and just overall uh, played like he belonged in the NHL. Yeah, it's definitely the most surprising one for sure, uh, especially with Bobby Ryan not making it either. I think that was like the case, like both of them. I think a lot of people were under the impression that uh, that like one of the two, you know what I mean? And and uh, getting the, the final call of, of neither of them making it is is I don't want to call it a head scratcher, but it's definitely something that uh, – that was really interesting to me. Like you said, had a great preseason. Um, I mean, he'll be around, you know what I mean? Like, like he'll, he'll be around, but, but it is definitely interesting, especially, like I said, especially after the Bobby Ryan news, I, I think Raymond turned into a lock and then it kind of became a race between those two in a lot of people's eyes and seeing neither of them make, it was really interesting. I uh, also agree. I, I was really surprised that, I mean, it, when they started kind of adding those depth forwards, when they added Mitchell Stevens, when they added Carter Rowney, I think that was when I scratched my head. And I wasn't – there wasn't really a whole lot that could happen that would, like, get a ton of these guys on the team. And I think, you know, just kind of looking at the situation as a whole, um, it's not a good precedent, I guess, to, to, to veterans, if you pick up a guy off waivers, that's one thing, but if you go out and you sign him as a free agent to just immediately cut him, And I, I don't know if maybe that's something that Steve Eisenman had considered uh, in this current situation when it comes to Carter Rowney and stuff like that. But I remember a long time ago, um, you know, like when everybody was kind of asking for like all the kids to come up at the end of last season, it was like, where are they going to play? Like, you can't just put guys on waivers and say, screw you. I don't care what happens to you right. like that. If anything, the head scratcher already happened months ago and set the stage for something that makes sense today. But I don't think a lot of people agree with that. I got a couple texts. I want to name any names. Shout out you. Love you. Uh, and, and so I, I just, I, I see the logic. It's disappointing, but listen, Joe Valeno is one injury away from coming back up to Detroit. So it's just really not that yeah. big of a deal. He's, he's going to be like first, first man up, like almost, almost guaranteed. And, and the other one, I mean, the other one we, we talked about on uh, and last week was uh, Giovanni Smith too. I mean, I mean, that was for as much as for as, as big of a fan as I am of the guy that him getting uh outright spot out of camp over Bobby and Valeno was what well, I mean, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm the guy's biggest fan. And I'd even say that that's relatively surprising. So 
uh, maybe going for some more physicality, but, but with, um, with Verona hurt, I thought maybe they'd lead goal scoring. I don't know. It, it's an interesting roster setup for sure, but uh, definitely doesn't lack excitement either. All right, we will uh, continue this conversation on the other side of this break. First, I got to talk to you guys about DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment that you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. It wasn't just a great training camp for Larkin. Who brings it in? Scores! All right, segment two here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Thank you very much for making us your first listen of the day. Make sure you check out the Crosschecks live NHL season preview show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark on the Lockdown NHL YouTube page Tuesday tonight, uh, October 12th, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Andrew and Mary tee up the new season with a look at the key storylines around the league featuring drop-ins from our favorite roster of local NHL hosts, fantasy insights from Locked On Fantasy Hockey, Scott Cullen, and award and Stanley Cup playoff predictions. We're going to get to a couple of those in a second for the Red Wings because, uh, well, actually, let's get, no, we'll, we'll start with Giovanni Smith. Here's the thing with Giovanni Smith. He has not had a very good camp. He did not have a very good preseason, but he's no longer waiver exempt. And so, do you want to just waste all of the development when he has looked so good last year, when he, when he looked good in, in years past to send him to waivers and, and leave the chance of him getting picked up by another team? That would be negligence. And I guess that was something that I hadn't really considered at the time, but like that is the reality of the situation. Uh, if, if they were to just like let him go, I think that'd be a, a, a pretty significant bummer. Um, regardless of if it meant Joe Valeno made the roster. Uh, so that's just kind of my feelings there. I, I do just kind of, I, again, I, I go back to it. Everybody's very disappointed about Bobby Ryan. I am also disappointed about Bobby Ryan. I have been very vocal about how much I love Bobby Ryan, but it seems, and it was kind of, he even alluded to it at times that his roster spot was probably going to come down to him and Lucas Raymond. And it just feels weird to me. I know people are sad. I'm a little bit sad too, but I've seen people who are like frustrated that Bobby Ryan didn't make the team. And I I don't know if they're frustrated because he didn't make it over Carter Rowney or if they're frustrated because he didn't make it over, you know, Mitchell Stevens or, or Gagne or Nemesnikov, whoever. Again, they just signed Gagne this offseason. Not a good precedent to immediately cut him. Sorry. And it just feels weird that, like, this is, like, one of the happiest days the Red Wings have had, like, offseason days the Red Wings have had in a long, long time. And everybody, and there's, like, a, a some sort of sour tone to it. Yeah, for sure. I, I, it's – it's. I think it would be a lot different if it was very clearly, like, hey – we are 
not bringing in Ryan to specifically bring up Raymond, but I don't think that that is the case or the feel or anything. I think Lucas Raymond was, was uh, especially after the last couple of games, was pretty comfortably, uh, dare I say, making this team. So I, I think that uh, because people think of them as, as separate, and they are, as, as separate uh, moves and separate uh, outcomes, that, uh, that, that it is kind of a sour taste. The, the, it'll, I think it'll be something that people get over very quickly. I, I don't think that, that it's going to be like a, like a long, sour taste. And I, I think we'll look back at this day you know, two years from now as the day Lucas Raymond got a call up, not the day that Bobby Ryan didn't continue his tenure as a Red Wing or anything. Uh, but, but it is definitely, you know, he's just such a lovable guy, man. Like, like he, he can't, <laughs> yeah. like, he's just, he's such a, he's such a, a such a dope person. Like it, it, it's impossible not to love Bobby Ryan. And, and we know that he loves Steve Eiserman and it sounds like Steve Eiserman loves him. It's just, it's, business is business, man. It's tough. So I, I don't think it'll be a long lingering thing. And I think the, the happiness of Lucas Raymond will, will, uh, will overshadow it in the end, but yeah, definitely, definitely a, uh, some people mourning for sure. I am very excited about what this does for the game of Dylan Larkin because Dylan Larkin played a lot with Lucas Raymond over the preseason. When those two worked together, that was when Lucas Raymond was playing his best and so it would be kind of crazy to, to think that he would be playing anywhere else, but besides on the wing with Dill Mark. And if that's the case, that means a, he's a first line winger B uh, we could see a, a breakout season from Dill Mark. And I, I don't know who will be their line mate. I don't even know if they'll be on a line, but I just, from what I would surmise from the, the, the situations that we saw in the preseason, I, I really think that Lucas Raymond is unlike any player that Dylan Larkin has really played with since, you know, Zetterberg and Datsuk left or whatever. Um, and I just feel like this is, this is going to be a big, big year for both of them. And I, and I think that's maybe the most exciting thing of it all is that what this is going to do for other guys uh, on the roster, what it's going to do for the power play. I mentioned it last week, like, through a handful of preseason games, Lucas Raymond appeared to be the best power play facilitator that this team has had in a very long time. And so we are at a, a point now where it's going to really open things up for other guys out there. And it's just uh, very, very exciting. Yeah, no, it is. And, and I think there's, I mean, I, I talked about that a couple of weeks ago, I think, and how I, I think Dylan Larkin being surrounded by, uh, not only goal scores, but just this youth movement in general could be so much fun and, and, and could really have him bounce back to, uh, to, to pre 1920 form and not, not that, I don't know, pre 1920 box score, I guess I should say form might be a little, uh, might, might not be the right term to use there, but it, it, there, there's so like the speed that comes with it, the, the youth movement, right? Like that's, that's a whole thing in itself. Nonetheless, the, the potential goal scoring ceiling of a lot of these guys. And then even like people that we've seen before that are still young, like Philip, Philip Zadina, like that, that could be a huge thing for Dylan Larkin. If, if Zadina can, 
can get the shot to even remotely close to as it was kind of advertised when he was coming out of the draft and, and take a big step forward in that department, that could help Larkin a ton. I think the biggest thing for Larkin is uh, taking a little bit of that pressure off. He's been the only, he's been the, the, best player on the only productive line for like three years now. And that's got a, that's got a way on a person. And so I, I think just, just the, the sense of, of the depth that we're bringing in that this is the deepest team. It's still not even that deep of a team, but it's the deepest team we've had in probably three seasons. And I, I think all of that put together is just gonna, gonna take a, a weight off his shoulders and, and yeah, hopefully a, a, uh, his first full real season with the C can be, can be a lot more fun. Bill Larkin also uh, was had a press conference today. He was kind of, uh, he got me jazzed up. I'm not going to lie to you, Scotty Bentley. He was talking about how, you know, this team has so much history behind it and how with it that brings expectations and things like that. And now it is time to start writing their own history. And I don't expect this team to take a huge step forward this year. They might, I'm not ruling that out, but I just think it's going to be such a, a much better watch on a nightly basis. And I think that that's all that we are honestly really looking for. Quick question. If who are you more excited about Lucas Raymond or, or Mo Sider? Um, geez, man. Gun to your head. Sheesh. Um, wow. That's so tough, man. Like, I am a very, in all sports, a very, like, defense, kind of, like, not flashy player, like, preferred, like, that style of play over, like, the the big goal scorer. But the there's something about the, the, like, aura that comes with, you know, he wasn't supposed to make the team, now he's here. That's just, like, so impossible to not be, like, struck by. Um that's really close. I'd probably still go Mo just because that one is is years in the making. Whereas yeah. as Raymond, you know, still, like I said, the the Raymond's fascinating because of how quick it happened. Cider's fascinating because of how long it's taken. You know what yeah. I mean? Though yeah. like both fascinating, but for opposite reasons. So I I would probably lean cider still especially because i think cider has the potential in his first year to be one of our like most time on ice defensemen almost right off the bat whereas i think raymond even if he has a phenomenal year is probably looked like tops out at second line i don't know it, it, it i that that's really tough but i'd probably still go mo you know what i'm really really excited about is to just do the whole he's 19 yeah, Lucas yeah. Raymond all season. The Juan Soto uh, treatment. Yeah, so I'm gonna, years old, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to be doing that uh, all year long. All right, we're going to kick it into segment three. First, I got to talk to the folks today about Built Bar. Built Bar is the most delicious tasting protein bar on the market. And did you know that they have so many delicious flavors that there's something for everybody? We talked to a Built Bar fan. They're definitely passionate about their faves. And if you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. Coconut, Cherry Barcia, Raspberry, Mint Brownie, Double Chocolate, Salted Caramel, Strawberry, Orange, Cookies and Cream, and German Chocolate. My favorite this week has been the Salted Caramel. I love me some Salted Caramel, Scotty Bentley. I think it's delicious. And when I can get that in a protein bar, know that I'm eating something good for me instead of getting it out of a box of Godiva chocolates and know that I'm killing my insides. 
Well, and that's pretty dope. Uh, not only are Built Bars the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the macro, 17, 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Samuelson holds it there and then twirls. Walker watching him as it came back to Lebda. And a shot. And All right, segment three here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Noel Bianchi, Scotty Bentley. It's time to make a, a very special, sad announcement. And that is, I am leaving this show. Um, and I think next week, Friday, is going to be my last day. It just became too much. It's, it's I, I work a lot of different jobs. And, uh, for the last three years, I've just been adding, 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 adding. And over these last few months over the summer, I've just been feeling very overwhelmed, uh, by it all. And I felt like once the season started, I, like this would be something that would kind of jolt me and get me re-excited to keep doing it. But I, I, I just don't have the time or the energy to, to do with the show what I want to do with the show. And I constantly felt like I was making promises and, and me and Scotty were making promises that we just couldn't deliver on. And it, it, it bothered me a lot. I am struggling to think like Red Wings book club. Like we never did that. I, I, it stopped being fun to book interviews because I had so much going on that like, just figuring it out when we would get it. And, you know, most of the time when we were recording, I was in the middle of a shift, you know, and it was a, a bummer. It was a hassle. I was like having to do multiple things at once. And I just feel like I can't do the show that I want to. And rather than just accept that, I need to take a step back because this is a great hockey market. I have loved doing the show. Like when, the pandemic hit, I had no work. All of my work was gone in media. And I was working at a restaurant for 35 hours a week. And this was all I had. And it was incredibly difficult to come to this decision. But at the end of the day, I have a couple things ahead of me, one possibly full-time, and then a, a, a couple other things I don't want to speak on yet. But it just wouldn't have been possible. And I didn't want to get into the season and then drop it, which is essentially what I'm doing, but I'm getting the announcement out there before the season starts. Um, it's a very sad day for me personally. Um, it, it just, it couldn't go on the way it did because I, it's not that I like hold myself to this super high standard, but like, I want to do really cool stuff. And when I promise that, and when I have those ideas and then I just, I can't, I don't have the time to bring them to fruition. It really, really disappoints me. Like I can't even describe it. And so 
I don't know. We don't have a, a concrete succession plan in place yet, uh, but I believe we have a drying concrete succession plan in place. I believe Scotty Bentley is going to continue to be here on the show with you, uh, as well as somebody else who is going to be very, very talented. I don't want to say who it is just yet because I don't know who it is going to be just yet, but I, I think I know who it's going to be. Um, and so, yeah, it's, I just, I, I couldn't go on. Yeah, no, I mean, it, uh, it was definitely, um, I mean, we've been having conversations about it for, for a little bit now. Um, and yeah, the, the, the show will go on and it will go on. I'll, I'll still be here. Uh, and it'll go on with, um, with, yeah, whoever we, we bring in next, you and I have a, decent idea i think of who who we uh who we plan on but yeah obviously we'll, we'll wait until it's everything's finalized and everything um but yeah man it was, it was a hell of a ride i mean my biggest thing is um is and and i i i've told you this in private a lot but i want to do it on air too is that i mean you are you are borderline single-handedly responsible for like my my upcoming in this industry, like truly, I, I mean, I, I was, I was just a loud, like asshole on Twitter and you somehow looked at that and were like, Hey, like that, that'd be fun. <laughs> It'd be fun to like put on a show. Uh, and like had never met me before, like didn't, didn't even know who, who each other were, like literally met through me being a dick on Twitter. And, uh, and so you reached out to me and it took one phone call and I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and yeah. And, and then I came on here and I, I, this show has, has done great. I mean, we get our, our, you know, newsletter or whatever. And you, you and I are very aware of how, how, uh, how loyal our listeners are and how well the show has done. Um, and I, then took that and because I was already on the network and the network already knew me was able to with almost no uh, like hesitation or hassle uh, get the locked on tigers job. And even, even within like uh, within other jobs of, of outside of, of locked on um, you have continuously seen something in me lord knows what and have continuously thrown my name out there as like uh you know like this kid's on to something and and have continuously recommended me for stuff and brought me along to all your your shit and uh it's it's been it's been unreal so it's like bittersweet obviously that that the person that brought me on is is leaving but uh the the uh the knowing of a that the show will absolutely move on and continue and and especially if uh if the person we have in mind is coming on being great hands um but but just i mean everything of the last however long it's been what 10 months now nine months now that i've been here at least um has uh 
you know, I, I certainly wouldn't trade it for the world because it's, it's literally how I'm, I'm even have a remote voice in this industry. So, um, so I, I'm sure I say thank you a million times and I'm sure that, that, uh, that all of our listeners will, will absolutely agree with me. So, uh, I love you buddy and, and best of luck, obviously. And I mean, yeah, like we'll, we'll, we'll be seeing plenty of each other. This is, this is very far definitely, from us. Definitely. This, I, this I, I hope I, I will good... meet your, your guest standard to come. Yeah, right. right. Uh, far from a good buy from you and I, it might be for some listeners, but, but definitely not for you and I, for sure. So uh, de- like I said, definitely, definitely bittersweet, but um, uh, uh a hell of a lineup moving forward too. If, uh, if, if the name we have in the hat gets, gets pulled. So, uh, yeah, sad, but excited at the same time. And, and, uh, Definitely. and as we, as we always say, we ball. Yeah, we, we ball. Thank we you ball. for the, the kind words. Uh, and thank you to all the listeners because Scotty alluded to it. We have been firmly, firmly, firmly inside the top 10 every single week for about a year now. And some weeks we definitely don't deserve it. Uh, and yet here you still are, uh, you know, showing up, supporting, listening. I'm still going to be around. Like I, this joining, I, I really didn't have a beat before I started this podcast. And, um, that gave me a reason to, to, you know, tweet about every Red Wings game and, and be involved and stuff like that. And now, like, I feel like, the first preseason game when like everybody showed up to Twitter to like talk about the Red Wings again, it was like the first day back at school. And it, it's, it's exciting. And I thank you not only for listening, but for letting me, you know, be part of your daily life for letting me be part of your, uh, um, the, the internet community and, and all of that. Like I, I'll, I'll still be at the first pre, or first a home opener. I'm still going to be wearing the Adam Ernie Jersey. I actually have to get it customized like ASAP. Um, otherwise I'm not going to get it ready in time. Uh, but I, it bums me out that I'm not, that I suffered through. So I, when I started this podcast, we've done over 400 episodes now, I believe uh, daily episodes and the day I quit the podcast is the day it like literally gets fun. Uh, they played 66 games over the course of those like hundred episodes um, or something like that or 400 episodes. And um, it was a struggle at times, but I, it, it really disappoints me that I, I can't be here for the come up, but uh the second I, I sent the email, because like I said, this is something that I've been really kicking around for weeks. I just immediately started sobbing for like two minutes. And then when I stopped, I literally felt lighter. Like I felt 15 pounds lighter. And so this is a good decision for me as much as it's going to suck to not be with you guys every day and, and kind of take you through this come up for the Red Wings and it is what it is. And, and I'll still be around. You'll see me on Twitter, obviously. Go follow me, Nolan Bianchi. Um, still be doing gifts and all that other good stuff. But um, I, I have a couple other things in front of me that I would like to start going. I would like to start writing more. And that is a big part of this, too, is I feel like I don't have time to write anymore because I have just like I, I have a podcast to do every day. And, you know, when I have 
a whole bunch of other things to do for other people, um, it becomes difficult to kind of squeeze all of those things in while still enjoy my life. And I have just had too much on my plate for far too long. And so honestly, I'm really proud of myself for, for doing this, but I am incredibly sad and I'm tearing up. And I think that's how we're going to end this episode because uh, yeah, I don't know if you have positive feedback, (laughs) leave it in our reviews. If you have negative feedback, Go ahead, leave it in our reviews. I don't give a shit. It's not going to impact me anymore. See you back here tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your team every day. Wait, wait, wait. Tomorrow we're going to do uh, prop bets, NHL and Red Wings. Then we're going to do season preview episodes uh, on Thursday. I think we might do a double on Thursday. What's today? So this is Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Wednesday. Wednesday we'll do uh, props. And then Thursday we'll do kind of a, an all-encompassing uh, season preview. So that's the schedule for the week. Beauty. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your team every day. You're locked on Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.